25 Bibles on my dresser. Yes, sir. Listen, I'm praying every day. I'm reading my word and I'm growing in Christ. I have press play and we are keeping this as a podcast. <laughs> what up, everybody? Welcome to all of me. What's up, everyone? Man, y'all, we are finally back for episode two after like a whole year. I'm playing. It's not else. been a year, but it has been mic after mic after mic after mic. I will give this one tip, though. If you are looking to go to going into pot, uh, doing podcasts, it's Alex. Like we look at looking one in the pot. We're not. No, we're we not. not that. No, that's not what I was getting oh, okay. ready to say. I, I was going to say podcasting, but I didn't know if that would sound correct. But okay. if you are looking into getting into doing podcasts, invest. Invest. Invest in your equipment. But we are telling you people of the most high God it's, it's to spend the money spend the money spend the money because you're gonna try to cut all these edges in Amazon it don't work beloved spend the is money. not the way to go so spend the money spend invest the money. in it do your research yeah, yeah. do your research and if you don't know you can ask us we have purchase mics, return mics, purchase mics, return mics. Bought mixers, mics. return mixers. And yeah. so, yeah, yeah. So, so invest, invest in, in the quality of what you want to put out there. So that's just, that's, that, that was a free one. That, that's a free one. That yeah. was on us. Yeah. That's on all of us. That's on all of us. Because <laughs> it's, it's all of me. All of me. Man, so listen, so since the last time uh, we were here, you guys gave us some amazing feedback on the first episode that we did, which was at the top of the year in January. Um, And I just think that it's funny that uh, this second episode is, uh, we're talking about mic quality, right? Making sure that you produce um, something that is of good sound. Uh, And so tonight's episode, or today, whatever time you're listening to this, wherever you're listening to it, um... Uh, we're, we're talking about transition tonight, um, and and so when we started our podcast, we just you know we got what we could right, but then after getting feedback and after having a conversation, we realized that we could not stay where we were if we wanted to produce quality content, right? right. So it cost us to it cost us to have to count up a cost to produce something that was worth giving to other people. Right. Right, and so tonight we are talking. Uh, I have a special guest with us. Uh, we have a special guest in the room. Hey, <laughs> hey, T Thistle. Yeah, I'm playing. Yo, this is uh, this oh, is my yeah. longtime friend and sister. Yeah. Uh, just some quick backdrop. I met this chick. I was about 16 years old uh, when I met her. Uh, in yeah. yeah, yeah. And if y'all hear a baby crying in the back, that's because we're parents. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but nah, man. So I, I met I met this young lady. I was about 16 years old, uh, new to a church, and uh, man, she was like this crazy wild praiser. Um, and so, and and I just to give you guys some backdrop, I am now uh, coming up on 29. So we're talking about almost what 12, 13 years of friendship uh, of knowing each other. And so um, we were just kind of talking. I had some other things in mind for this second episode, but. Um, we all just we're all at a different phase in life right and so just you know from meeting each other at our in our teen years to now being an adult you know uh i was a high school kid when you met me now i'm a father with two kids and so we've kind of had the privilege of seeing each other 
go through these different transitions and, and even in, you know, you meeting my wife around the time we started dating about yeah. a year prior, you know, yep. you've seen us go through several transitions. We've been able to see you, you know, from military to, you know, moving out of town to even moving out of state, you know, and uh, just watching that journey. So uh, I'm not going to bump my gums a whole lot. I want to let her introduce herself and tell her own story. And uh, hopefully tonight while you're listening to this, and I keep saying tonight because we're recording this at night, but uh, when you're listening to this, I really want you to open up your ears because I have a strong feeling that we're not the only ones that have been in transition, not just the transitions that life offer, you know, as you're growing and maturing with age, but just the transitions that you find yourself in this journey of life. You know, you find yourself in a transition while in a transition. So just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about uh, what made you to the place that you are now. Okay, so uh, hey y'all, uh, my name is Tyra. Uh, man, transition, if I could say something the word for my life right now is transition. Like right. I, when he said I'm literally in the midst of a transition, in a transition, it's true. Um, I transitioned. If I had to say, I transitioned to Texas. What almost two years ago? Yeah. Yeah. It's been almost two years now, and I went on what my dad would call God rest his soul. I went on a journey. I went on a journey. Uh, I was living in Arlington, Texas for a while, which is right outside of Dallas, and I was on a journey, and I met. Somebody who I thought thought was the one ended up going through that transition, and now I'm back in the same place that I started, and I'm in a transition. In a transition, um, like right now, I'm going through so many transitions in life, like trying to get used to being back in Dallas, trying to get used to being single again, because I was in a relationship almost a year, and it was whew, a lot. To deal with, um, that was a lot to deal with. So just getting used to back being single, and then on top of that, I transitioned from one career field to another. So just trying to mm-hmm. even grasp all of that is like, oh my god, it's so many transitions I'm going through right now. But if I had to say anything, I I'm enjoying the experience. I'm enjoying it. What I've learned is that you know we're talking about transitions, but what I've learned is that what I've learned and what I'm learning. Is that another word for transition is test. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, test. Yeah. Because what I've learned that in these seasons that your life is changing mm-hmm. is that that test is almost like a litmus test. You know, we grew up in Louisiana, so we took what's called the leak test, right? Yeah, yeah. And you could have done well all year, but if you failed that one test, it required you to literally go back and repeat that grade, yeah, same grade yep. all over again. Yep. And it's just like, you know, I know we can equate that to, and I know in Texas, I forgot what they call it, but they have something similar. I'm not sure if they make their kids repeat it great again, but yeah, no. just having that, having that understanding and that revelation, like, man, if, if when God sends this test around, if I don't respond right, mm-hmm. history has shown me that that test is going to come oh, again to measure how far I have grown from then to now. Yeah, yeah. Because I can be honest with you, man, I'm in a place where, you know, we, where I was tested in certain areas a year, two years ago, they come back mm-hmm. and the, 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 the demarcation of my growth and maturity is that I don't respond the way that I did in the years past, you know, right, right. Uh, my wife and I recently had, had a, a, a heated fellowship, you know, 
Uh, anybody knows me, I'm very spontaneous in my travel. I like to go. Man, uh, I'm passionate. Like I am passionate. passionate. Uh, I will. I will book a flight. I will get in a car, take a trip. Yeah. Now my wife's a little bit different. You know, she's a homebody. You know, she loves all things family time, and you know, right. which, which is very different in, in personality. Which there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I can remember. Uh, there's always this random time of the year where my travel just picks up more than usual, right? And so I started noticing that, you know, every year we ran into this little pattern where I get super busy uh, between work, ministry, uh, I'm also an entrepreneur, and it's just there's just certain things that require more time. And so I started noticing that we started kind of running into the same cycle. argument, cycle. the same cycle, the same transition again. Yeah. And granted, while the scenarios of why I'm gone so much may not necessarily be the same, the fact of the matter is that the schedule is busy. You know, and so we we had to we had to call a friend. We had to call another one of our couples uh, that we're super close with. We're like, hey, you guys have to help us navigate because I'm noticing that every year there's one particular trend, mm-hmm. and there is something that we're doing wrong, and there's something that we're not passing in this test slash transition because we keep seeing it all over again. Yeah. How do I need to navigate this transition? So that in the following year when it comes up, I'm not trying to look at somebody else's cheat sheet on how to pass the test. But true maturity says, I'm going to pass this test because now it is not not a matter of advice, but it is a matter of I no longer have a desire to respond to this the way that I did in seasons past. Correct. And so... uh, uh, it's just, it, it's crazy, and I'm not going to make tonight's episode super long, but I want to encourage somebody tonight, you may be in transition, you know, you may look like you making, you're making 10 steps forward, and you're taking 10 steps back, but the, the wisdom of the matter is this, stop, evaluate the test or the transition, be patient, be patient, because how you move in seasons like this, yeah. will determine if you will waste time or not. Let's talk about that. How do you deal with the idea or the internal conflict whenever you make a decision in the season and that decision doesn't pan out the way that you thought it should, right? How, how How have you managed to reconcile the time that you feel may have been lost? Oh, man. Oh, my God. So... Speak a little bit on my previous uh, relationship. I, I mean, like, I felt like so much time was lost in that relationship. Like, mm. just wasted time that I could have been given to who knows, you know, the man that God has for me or whatever. I felt like so much of that time was wasted. But then God had to remind me, you could always go back and reclaim your time. Always. Mm. And how do you reclaim your time in making better decisions? wise choices. When you see yourself about to fall into the same pattern that landed you in the same situation you was in the last time or transition, step back, like you said, evaluate yourself mm-hmm. and, you know what I'm saying, get get yourself together. Because, I, I, man, I battled with that. That right there, mm-hmm. that, that got me. What I've learned is this, is that there is no time lost, only lessons learned. Mm. You heard about that. You, Lord have mercy. There is no time lost and only lessons learned. Scripture says this. He says, I'll restore to you the years that the cake worm, 
the caterpillar, yeah. all of those things that assume a position to devour time mm-hmm. in his presence, some way, somehow, he catches you up yeah. and yeah. then adds to me. Yeah. Because I realize this, there are some there are some places that I have been since I've been here, you know, um, I, I'll use I'll use this analogy. Um, my wife and I always say that we should have been at our church. Shout out to Real Church Texas. Uh, my wife will tell you that my wife will tell you, you know, we we visited there about three years ago, right? And my wife was pretty adamant then that that was where we should have been. And there were even other people that I knew around the city were like, you know, after I joined, people were like, man, we thought you would have been there. Right, right. And I was like, man, for real? And I, and I, I loved it. I've always loved it. You know, uh, if you ever have a conversation with my pastor, he'll tell you, I would come in, you know, i sneak in, you know, get what I need from the service, and, you know, i go on about my business. And, you know, so I, we found ourselves in some crazy scenarios, man. I mean, some crazy scenarios. We're part of some ministries where things went really well. And then we were part of some ministries where things were totally like, how did we get here? Right. You know, how do we find ourselves in these situations? And um, I was actually having a conversation with our pastor just this past week. And I understood that I had to go through those bad moments mm-hmm. to cherish what God was getting ready to give me. I remember that. I remember because that. the true story is you don't value something good until you said in something bad long enough. Some of us are going through, man, I feel that, that just, like, that, that just <laughs> yes. some of us are sitting in, some of us are sitting in what seems to be bad situations is because God is trying to fine tune your, fine tune your gratitude. He's trying to teach you a lesson. Sometimes you don't realize when you are, when you are privileged, mm. Mm. sometimes you don't realize that your norm is somebody's next level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That what you get on a daily, what you get on a weekly, in a relationship, out of a ministry, out of a business, that is somebody's best week. And that's your norm. So had I not dealt with toxic leadership mm-hmm. in the past, yeah. I would not have known how to value when a voice of wisdom and great leadership stood before me. Right. I would have wasted three years because although they seemed like they were years of frustration, agony, some pain, even trauma, mm-hmm. you get to a point to where you start to realize that all things legitimately work together for the good of them who love the Lord yeah. and yeah. those that are called according to his purpose. It is not till you get to the other side of transition that you realize what God was doing in it. You don't don't realize what God, and it's sad because, you know, let's think about Job for a moment. Job was a prime example where in the middle of it, he was able to see what God was doing that determined not only how he came out, but what he came out with. Right. Which means that you can enter a bad season or a crazy transition and leave out empty-handed because your perspective of God in it is tainted. Mm. <laughs> now that's what would give you wasted time. <laughs> no, for real. For and real. and you gotta be careful of who's around you in that season mm-hmm. 
Because if you're not careful, they will talk you out of what God is trying to prove through you. Right. Your life is like, you know what, bro? <laughs> you got all this crazy stuff happening to your life. I think you should need to go ahead and curse God and die. He like, no. Nah. Nah, don't do that. No. Nah. Mm-hmm. Because what you, the best thing that you can do in a, in a season of opposition, transition, confusion, is find God in the middle of the storm. And and, and this is turning into a slight preach. <laughs> I, I'm really trying to pull it in. but And I, I don't know who's going to listen to this podcast. Right. But there's somebody who wants to give up in the middle of your transition. In the middle of the storm, the disciples looked out and who did they see? Now, mind you, they had been with him months, right. weeks, right. daily. It is amazing how a transition will cause how you see God to be distorted. <laughs> a man that they had been walking with, a man whom they have seen every day, they see him in the middle of a transition or in the middle of a storm, and they're having to ask him if he is who he's already been. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> <laughs> He's been Jesus. He's been Jesus all the time. He's never stopped being Jesus. Right. But this situation causes me to question if he is who he's been. Lord, is this really you? Like, this you? Is this you? Is this you? And so my my encouragement, and and that's really what tonight's or today's or this episode is really all about, is causing you to change how you're viewing this season so that you can get the most out of it. Because that what's worse is going through all of that and then you don't see the fruit because you bought the season you're in. But can I add something to that? I'm going to add something. Because coming from somebody who went through it, man, like, he's really, like, what you're saying is real. Like, that's mm-hmm. real. Because had I had given up, mm-hmm. had I had just said, you know what, I'm going to just stay in it, whatever, whatever, whatever. I would not be where I am today. Like, mm-hmm. I'm talking, you know, I got, I'm, I'm back to what the place I call home, what I know to be, what I knew to be home for the last, what, almost two years. Right. I'm back here. I'm back at my church. I'm back, you know, I'm working a job I didn't even think I was qualified for. That's what happens when you stick to, when you stick and you go through that storm. You have to go through the storm, go through the transition. Like, because, man, mm-hmm. what's on the other side? If you go through it right. Yes. If you go through it right, some storms are unnecessary. And, and, and while you were talking, we have another guest who's just joined us. Uh, and y'all heard us talk about the new episode one. It's our youngest son. So if you hear a little, a little whine in the background, <laughs> it's just him giving his input. He's our special guest tonight along with Tyra. But Ty, this is what I was thinking about. And I'm going back to biblical examples. Blind Bartimaeus, in order for him to go from blind to transition from blind to seeing, yeah. mud had to be in the process, right? Mm-hmm. When you see the lame man that was walk up, uh, that, that was that could not walk, yeah. the transition was he had to carry the thing that had been holding him, mm-hmm. right? You see the legion, he has to go through a public deliverance. Yeah as he transitions from insanity back to sanity, yep. right? Yep. The woman of the issue of blood, her transition is, I've got to go from doctors to getting as low as I can to fight through a crowd, yeah. which means that there is no transition worth seeing the other side of if you're not willing to go through the gruesome process 
of leaving one state to be. Because the fact of the matter is that you cannot be who God has called you to be and who you are at the same time. You cannot. You cannot be who God has said you're going to be and who you are. You have to pick which version of you you're going to be. Either you're going to agree with God and become who he's called you to be, or you're going to stay in the condition that you're in. Mm -hmm. In transition, where a lot of us mess up is that we do nothing. Exactly. While in that in that in that transition, people will literally just sit there and do nothing. <laughs> uh, hello, work like faith without works is dead. Right, 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 right. Like if you want something to happen, if you want God to bring you through this transition, then you gotta work. You gotta work at it. Even on those days when it get hard and you feel like you really want to just give up, mm -hmm. you gotta you gotta keep going. You gotta keep working because. That's what's gonna get you through it. Like, That's what's gonna get you if you show it. God, look, God, look. In the midst of this transition, I'm, I'm, I'm working. I'm still dedicated. I'm still diligent. And like, man, boy, you, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> some people, but some people get to a place where it's, it's not necessarily defeat, but it's a place called stuck. Mm. It becomes the comfort zone. Yeah, mm -hmm. you, you get stuck. And you become overwhelmed with the things of what was. And mm -hmm. Like you said, that comfort zone and knowing what you're okay with. Right. And so instead of using that as a push to allow you to maybe sit for a moment and think about or plan mm -hmm. ahead for the next thing, you stay stuck there because it's comfortable and it's easy to be here. Right. You know, I, I'm used to the norm. I'm used to what I know is going to come or, you know, I can, I can, I can predict what's going to happen. Exactly. You know? it, it, it's familiar. It play, it, it's safe. Uh, and I believe pastor was talking about this recently. I was talking about the 10 leopard who sat at the gate called beautiful. Right. Right. Yeah. They just sat there. Nobody did nothing. When they're finally challenged, they see Peter and they're like, Hey man, give me some money. He was like, you know, I don't have, you know, I, I don't have money, but such as I have, I give unto thee. What happens whenever you are just sitting? And be careful because there are people that will help you stay comfortable. There are people mm -hmm. that will help you and, and, and stay some, stuck. And, and sometimes, <laughs> sometimes they're not even doing it on purpose. But if you are not aware of what, and that's why I be, being self-aware is so imperative in a season of transition. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I'm trying to figure out how I can word this. <laughs> this is, because there are certain people around us in a means to not offend us, they become our enablers. Right. And that, that brings me back to our devotion this morning. Um, we were just talking about um, your sand, you know, mm -hmm. like uh, and it was it, it it represented your dreams, you know, um, because God had told Abraham that he would have sons, you know, as uh, as much as the sand on the earth. And so the question in the devotion was like, you know, like what's your sand? I'm just paraphrasing. Um, and so we were all just kind of like talking about, you know, these business ideas that that God has given us and. Um, you know, someone asked me, well, Kenny, you know, do you want to share anything? And so I started sharing how 
I had this big business idea. I had this plan. It was all written out. And this is something that God had had been giving me. And throughout the years, I just I would just kind of like write down what He would give me, what I would see. And so I went back to school for business, and um, I linked up with a professor who just so happened to see my business idea and she thought it was a good one and she was like I want to help you or it came off as though I want to help you and so um, I sat with her we talked about it and um, she even told me that she would she would connect me with people and and so I was like okay we can do this and so um, I started meeting up with her we were planning we're talking and not knowing that, you know, this was note-taking for her. Mm-hmm. And so she she wrote down my ideas and everything. And it was like, okay, so we'll meet this time. And we'll meet again. And we'll meet again. And suddenly it got to the point where we were no longer meeting. You know, I would arrive to the place where we were supposed to meet and she wasn't showing up. Mm-hmm. And so, lo and behold, long story short, I find out that she took something that was supposed to be mine. And I began to share with everyone how it left me in a place called stuck because I became familiar with not not trusting. Mm-hmm. You know, you've been in a place where you've been hurt by people. Um, you it, it you remember what it feels like, mm-hmm. so now you know. Okay, so I don't trust people because this happens, and so I'm I'm sitting there and. I lost my drive, I lost my passion, I lost my ability to to create and just to seek God on what he would have me to do. And of course other things would come, but because I had I felt like I was betrayed or I felt like something was robbed from me, it just caused me to not try anymore. And it left me in this place of why should I? You know, because somebody's gonna come along and somebody's gonna take what what belongs to me. Right. And so, um, it was said on the line, you know, and it was like this may this may sound offensive, but I just want you to think, you know, if God gave you he gave you a, a winning lottery ticket. Like he put the money in your hand. Right. What do you do? Do you not do anything? You know, like you, you, you have you have the money in your hand. Do you just sit with it? Right. Or do you do something about it? And it's like, you know, it's kind of silly to sit back and just sit on something that God has given you when you know he's backing you up. Right. You know that he's giving you the keys to go forward. You know that, you know, we talk about how gas is crazy right now, but he literally has fueled your tank so that you can go forward to the next thing. Right. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, you know, I've been in this place called stuff for years Mm -hmm. because I kept dwelling on what happened right afraid of what was you know someone was gonna do it. afraid of a danger that's not even presented itself, that hadn't even presented itself. but also to kind of that you gotta understand something yes you might have stole it but will it produce the same results that you would have produced had right. you had did it because see the difference between her hers way and your way god is backing you Right. Heaven is back in yours, so... Right. right. Yeah. It's when God gives you an idea, and 
y'all, I, I, I told y'all in episode one, we're believers, that you're going to hear Bible through all our stuff. Uh, I'm reminded of the story of Moses, right? When he's before the musicians of Pharaoh, and God tells Moses, throw your rod down, and he throws the rod down, right, and it becomes a serpent. The other musicians there threw their rods down and theirs became a serpent. But then between Moses' serpent and their serpent was his serpent swallowed up the other serpents Hello. that were present. When God gives you a commandment, mm-hmm. and we're still talking about transition. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. fact that his hand and his voice and his favor is on what he told you to do. Mm-hmm. A thousand other people can do the same mm-hmm. thing that you're doing, right. but yet it still won't yield the same result. Prime example. Great value can come out with a replica of Coke, right. with a replica of Dr. Pepper, but you ain't gonna find great value in no McDonald's. Right. You ain't gonna find a great value in no Wendy's. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. I, I mean, so you got people that can create something to look like it, but it will never have the same impact off of an originality. And the reason why some of us get stuck in transition is because we're looking at great value versions saying, man, I wish I would have done it first. The problem is that God did not, God didn't back that up. Hello. And remember this, the enemy only has the power to imitate. He doesn't have the power to create. Mm. (laughs) And so some of us are stuck off of an imitation and it ain't even real. It may look like it's prospering. The enemy goes about like a roaring lion. But when you get behind it, remember the, uh, y'all remember the Wizard of Oz, right? It was this big, great voice. And when Dorothy finally found out what it was, it was just a man behind a mic making a whole bunch of noise. And a lot of us are stuck in our transition because of the appearance of evil. Like I heard Sir Jake say, it's the voice in between your ears. Mm. It's the voice that you hear in your mind. And it's that one voice that plays this big sound but it's so small. But that that small voice can cause you to believe things that God didn't even say. And a Never lot of us it. get stuck in that in that mindset. We get stuck with that voice. We're stuck with that voice. And so again, our encouragement encouragement to you listening to this podcast, wherever you are, whenever you are, don't get stuck in the transition. Don't get stuck. Mm. Don't don't listen to, mm. to, to, to the big voice. Still is small. It's still is small. And check this out. Sometimes in transition, God will purposely hide mm-hmm. so that you can turn up your seek. Right. Yeah. It's not that he, it, you know, and I, I, pre- I hear people say this all the time, especially in seasons like this, right? Man, you know, I went down to pray and I just, I couldn't get it. Sometimes God will purposely hide. And it's funny to say that a God who's everywhere can hide. But he said, only when you seek me, then when you find me. And just to go back, you know, my wife mentioned something. I'm going to go back to that circle again. Don't allow a storm in transition to cause how you see Jesus to be distorted. Because sometimes if you're not careful, they can sound alike. Mm-hmm. Right? And sometimes when you're not careful, you can allow it to sound alike. Because what happens is fear starts to sound like wisdom. Right. <laughs> well, it's just, 
it's best if you just stay put because right. you don't, you know, going out that far. Like, like I heard you talking about us uh, moving to Dallas, and in it while you were, you know, while I told you that we were going to move here, right? Um, there was still a part of me that was like. I'm leaving everything that I know. Yeah, because I remember you looking at your mom's house because where, where we were living, you could see her mom's house from the interstate. I remember her looking out the window like a kid. And, I mean, she was like, she was crying. I was like, girl, you are not, we are going to a difference that we're not crossing the ocean. I'm like, we are not crossing the ocean. I'm like, we are literally five and a half hours away. You come home and see your mama whenever you want. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, you're, you're moving to a place where there's no family, there's there's no friends. Like you start, you're literally starting over. It's just you and one person. There's no other people. We had and no kids either. We didn't have any kids. <laughs> and there was a part of me that felt like maybe it's best that we just stay stay put. You know, Ooh. maybe maybe it's best that we just wait till God says something else. Maybe it's best if we just, you know, and I'm sitting there and I'm coming up with all these things because fear is saying it's wise uh-huh, uh-huh. to not up and move uh-huh. because you're starting all over and you don't know what's going to happen and you don't know what's going to come. Oh, I know that fear. Trust know? me. Let me say this, and we're really trying to wrap up this episode, I promise you. I know y'all heard me wind down. I feel like a preacher tonight. I'm giving you guys like my fifth close. But let me say this. Healing, wholeness, prosperity, and favor is on the other side of the risk. Right. Mm, it really is. Mm-hmm. It right? Really is. Let's go back to the stories that I that I gave tonight because I gave y'all a thousand biblical stories. Mm-hmm. The woman with the issue of blood, the reason why that story is so powerful and so many people reference it quite a bit is that you have to understand that anytime a woman in, in biblical times had any type of issue of blood even as far as a monthly right in that culture they weren't even allowed to be in the same bed with their husbands so which means that if she had an issue for 12 years for 12 years she was ostracized from society Jesus was still considered a priest right which means that she had no business being in the presence of Jesus while having a bloody issue so when you understand the laws that she could have been killed, right. right? But healing was on the other side of the risk. When Jesus told the 10 lepers to go show themselves to the priests, lepers were not allowed by law to be in society, let alone in the presence of a priest. The Bible says that as they went, they were healed. The risk was in them going. You won't see the other side of what God said until you take the risk on doing what he told you to do. Even though the circumstances around it don't seem safe. Right? God never tells it. Pastor talked about it again Sunday. He told a blind man to go to a pool, a specific pool at that, and go wash your eyes. Right. Like, that blind man was probably like, wait, what? Right, like, so you had one, <laughs> you had one pool in mind that you told a blind man to go. So when you start to have those conversations, you realize that 
God is not committed to your comfort. God's not committed to your comfort. He's only committed to what he said. And so, in tonight's final closing, buckle down in the storm. Buckle down in the transition. Move beyond the barrier of fear so that you can see what he said concerning your life. Well, guys, it was great chatting up with you all. Thank you again to our special guest, Tyron. Can you give a hand clap? Thank you so much for being transparent and and giving our listeners uh, uh, just a a glimpse of your life. This was was actually kind of somewhat of like a a part of the healing for me. Man, that's dope. It was hard to talk about. Like, that's something that I literally, Kenny can tell you, I was not talking about it. I didn't want to talk about it. It was like, no, but this is, this helped. It helped. It helped a lot to open up about it and just talk about it. And and I hope I hope just like it helped her that tonight, today, this morning, this afternoon, whenever you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> that it helps you. Do us a favor, guys. You guys can follow us on Facebook. You can uh, follow me at Terry Omar on Facebook and IG. You want to go give me your handles? Uh, my wife is being mommy right quick. <laughs> you can find my wife uh, at uh, on Facebook as Kenny Baptiste or Kenny Danielle. You want to give them your social media handles? I mean, you know, I'm, I'm on Facebook. You can find me. My name is Tyra Pratt. And, you know, and I'm on Instagram, of course. Uh, no. Hello, Nori with the underscore. Don't forget that. Underscore. Don't forget uh, that. But yeah, you know, I'm, I'm always on there. I, I, I have this thing I'm doing right now with my new job called the Break Room Chronicles. I'm pretty sure Kim probably be laughing at me because I be. Oh, so it's funny, but yeah, just yeah. So yeah, man. So y'all check out T on the Break Room Chronicles. Uh, while you're also listening to this, don't forget while you're listening to this podcast on your favorite outlet, I need you to go run to Facebook real quick, run over to the All of Me page. I need you to like that page, right? And then I also need you to get this podcast out to as many people as possible. Help us grow our audience. And listen, if tonight has blessed you, helped you, encouraged you, even counseled you in any kind of way. There is a feature on the Anchor app where you can actually leave us a voice message uh, and we can hear that. And, um, you know, you never know. You might hear your voicemail if you want. We can share you. Yeah, man. Shoot us some ideas, guys. And uh, we look forward to releasing episode three. So no more delays. We're back. (laughs) We're back. We love you guys. Hey, hey, hey. We bad.